0: Good morning. Welcome to the Market in Minutes podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. All right. So let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished up 0.98%. The S&P 500 finished up 0.24%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.26%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day down 0.23%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were technology and energy. Technology finished up 1.58%, followed by energy, which ended the day up 0.93%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were real estate and utilities. Real estate finished down 2.28%, followed by utilities, which ended the day down 1.25%. The market finished mixed yesterday after attempting to bounce back from three days of heavy selling, as investors continued to fret over inflation and slowing economic growth amid the prospects of aggressive monetary tightening. So yesterday... Equities battled back in a turbulent trading session as the entire market struggled to rebound from Monday's sell-off, which dropped the major indexes to their lowest level of the year. But despite yesterday's somewhat positive price action, we're in a period of prolonged turmoil for equities, as concerns about inflation, rising interest rates, and the risk of an economic slowdown continue to weigh on investor sentiment. Last week, The conclusion of the Fed's two-day meeting and the announcement of their decision to hike interest rates by 50 basis points, as well as Fed Chair Jerome Powell's press conference, in which he stated that he hoped for a soft landing, were both met with increased volatility and risk assets. And although the market initially responded to the Fed's decision with optimism, investors started to question whether a soft landing was possible given the current environment, which is why we saw a sell-off in equities to end the week while Treasury rates steadily increased. Now that notion of a soft landing, or the ability of the Fed to control inflation without blowing up the economy, was the big debate last week and led to the wild swings and weak price action, and it continues to haunt the market this week. Meanwhile, other threats to economic growth have emerged recently, as both Russia's war in Ukraine and China's renewed virus-related lockdowns have strengthened anxieties over likely long-lasting supply chain disruptions. So the concerns regarding economic growth continue to be a drag on the market. Spiking treasury yields have been another threat to sentiment, especially for the growth in technology names. The benchmark 10-year treasury yield has been sitting around three-year highs and briefly spiked above 3.2% on Monday morning. Now, volatility, like the treasury market has seen lately, always amplifies and intensifies volatility in equities, which is exactly what we have seen happen. Adding to headwinds is the uninspiring earnings season currently unfolding, which has raised concerns about how sustainable corporate profits would be in the face of continuing macroeconomic upheaval. So that's the background we entered yesterday with, and for the most part, those fears and concerns facing investors and the market continue to be present and continue to drag overall sentiment lower. The market did attempt to bounce back yesterday, though, and the day started on a strong note as the S&P 500 rallied amid gains across all 11 sectors, while the 10-year yield dropped below 3%. The momentum, however, was short-lived, and by early afternoon, the S&P was down almost a percent. Throughout the day, selling was relatively indiscriminate, apart from the steady gains in the beaten-down mega-cap growth in technology names, which ended up leading the market off-session lows and helped lift investor sentiment somewhat. Names like Amazon, Meta, Alphabet, and Tesla snapped recent losing streaks and ended the day higher, while Microsoft, Intel, Salesforce, and Apple all rose around 2% and helped lift the overall market. And that was good to see because technology and a lot of the mega cap growth names have been the victim of the larger sell-offs over the past couple of weeks and thus have suffered the biggest losses recently as investors flocked to, quote, safer areas of the market, such as consumer staples and utilities. But all in all, only the communication services, energy, healthcare, and technology sectors finished higher, while the remaining seven sectors all finished lower. Meanwhile, we saw some flattening action in the treasury market, where the 2 in 10 spread narrowed by 11 basis points, with the 10-year treasury yield finishing the day 9 basis points lower at 2.99%, while the 2-year yield increased 2 basis points to close at 2.63%. So in conclusion, the market finished mixed yesterday as the mega-cap growth in technology sectors lifted the overall market. However, the headwinds regarding inflation, interest rates, the Fed, and the possibility of a recession all remain top of mind for investors. Now, to that point, this morning, the market will receive April's CPI data, which is expected to come in below March's 8.5% increase. If this does happen, it would imply that March may have been the top in terms of price increases in inflation and would likely boost the market. However, if prices continue to rise, volatility could likely increase even more. So it should be a very telling day today. But before we move on to headlines, please note there will not be a show tomorrow, Thursday, May 12th, as I'll be traveling and away from the studio. But there will be a show on Friday, and as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines... It was reported yesterday that gas prices have officially soared to new record highs. According to AAA, the national average price for regular gasoline increased by more than $0.04 yesterday to $4.37 a gallon. This breaks the previous record of $4.33 a gallon set on March 11. Now, quote, real gas prices, which are gas prices adjusted for inflation, would need to climb above $5.30 a gallon to break the record set in 2008 so we are still a bit off from that. But the latest spike in gas prices will only make inflation problems worse and for the most part won't be captured in this week's inflation data releases. So not great news there. In other news stories, Andy Warhol's silkscreen image of Marilyn Monroe sold for $195 million yesterday at Christie's, which was a new auction record for any American artwork ever purchased. Elsewhere, Atlanta rapper Young Thug was one of 28 people indicted yesterday in Georgia on conspiracy to violate the state's RICO Act and gang charges. The RICO charge dates back to 2013 and the gang charge to 2018. The rapper, whose real name is Jeffrey Lamar Williams, was arrested at his home in Buckhead and is being held at the Fulton County Jail. And lastly, according to CNBC, the great resignation has changed the workplace for good And we're not going back to how it was before, according to the expert who coined the term. So, in May 2021, organizational psychologist Anthony Klotz predicted that the COVID-19 pandemic would result in pent-up resignations, and it turns out he was right, as millions of Americans have left their employment since then. In March 2022 alone, 4.5 million people left their current jobs for other opportunities. The article explains that the initial rise was caused by a backlog of resignations since many workers did not leave during the peak of the pandemic. However, since then, employees left situations where they do not feel valued by their employer and are not given the flexibility necessary for their lifestyles. To combat this, many firms have evolved to suit the requirements of their employees by addressing employee well-being, including mental and financial health, and providing options for remote work. To that note, flexibility and wellness are key for workers, as 63% of job seekers called work-life balance a top priority when picking a new job, according to LinkedIn's 2022 Global Talent Trends report. Compensation and workplace culture also matter, as low pay, a lack of opportunities for advancement, and feeling disrespected were the top reasons U.S. workers quit their job in 2021. The article concluded by stating that companies that have shifted their focus to their employees when it comes to issues of remote work, flexibility, and work-life balance have significantly less turnover than companies who have taken a hard stance. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from May 11th of the past. Starting today in 330 AD, when Constantinople became the capital of the Roman Empire. Fast forward just a couple years to 1858, Minnesota became the 32nd state in the United States. In 1949, on May 11th, the country of Siam officially changed its name to Thailand. In 1981, reggae performer Bob Marley died of cancer in Miami at the age of 36. And lastly, in 1997, IBM's supercomputer, Deep Blue, defeated Garry Kasparov the reigning world champion in a six-game chess match, marking the first time artificial intelligence outperformed human intelligence. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Lathan, and this is the Market in Minutes podcast. content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.